Welcome to Deep Well Astrology. I'm Allison Disler, a psychological astrologer and somatic educator. And in this podcast, we'll explore how astrology can illuminate our embodied consciousness and nourish our soul. Hello and welcome to Deep Well Astrology Podcast. I'm Allison. And we're here at the 26th episode, concluding our deep dive with Mercury through the water signs. Today, we'll sit in with you, Mercury and Cancer. It's also a time to celebrate conclusions. This episode wraps up a 12-week study and look at communication, thinking, and listening from all the mercurial points of view, every placement in the zodiac. Today is Thursday, March 10th and almost everything is piling into Pisces or Aquarius. What houses do those represent for you? Are Pisces clusters of planets, or the stellium includes the Sun, Neptune, Jupiter, and Mercury, which we'll be going in soon. And now, just recently, Venus is starting to gain more speed and travel beyond Mars and Aquarius. Well, it's slowly but surely. They're still conjunct. And Venus has a square date with Uranus before she coincides or conjuncts with Saturn. So there's still some long road ahead. What does all this mean or feel like? Remember, each of us will be affected in different departments of our life, different houses of our charts. But Pisces, the Pisces energy of Neptune and Jupiter with the sun could create sensations of hopefulness or wishful dreaming or access to liminal realms. For some, it could feel imaginative or somewhat nebulous, liminal or fuzzy, like being lost at sea, just depending on how comfortable and how knowledgeable you are with that Pisces archetype. Jupiter aggrandizes or expands things it touches. It can make things bigger or bring excess to felt sensations. In other words, those big sea feelings are around right now, including the gifts and challenges of illusions and delusions. And as soon as Mercury enters the space, thinking, communication, and imagination can be invited into this more nonverbal, even psychic arena. And then there's the Mars-Venus duking it out, chasing each other through the signs, and Venus, which usually represents themes of relationship, connectivity, beauty, desires, and love, has just overtaken Mars slightly in this arms race. Venus has been training hard, and yet there's still some obstacles to go, as we said. Can you get the gist of this time, something expanding and oceanic standing with a conflict, a long-standing conflict of sorts, that's asking a lot on our principles of love, beauty, and relationship. This places us in a time for a bit, a sort of now, where we can look at that both-and kind of feeling. But remember to personalize this, look at the house of your chart represented by Aquarius and Pisces to see if these very different dramas are taking place in significant ways for you. And now, with no further delay, 
Let's envelop ourselves into the waters, into the mercurial waters. What does it mean to have Mercury in a water sign, in Cancer, Pisces, or Scorpio? Mercury in water is less focused on or fixated in a way. It's less fixated on having to make things logical, linear, or clear. It doesn't even have to make sense out of things all the time. Water has qualities of seeping, meandering, merging, flowing, winding, sometimes circuitously. Water can also become very out of control without some kind of container. Yet too much containment and water floods or spills over. Water needs a place to go or move, and it's not picky exactly where. It moves, but it will go with the path of least resistance, most often because it can. If you have a Mercury and a water sign, does any of this ring true for you about the way you think or communicate? Personally, I sense that the archetype of Mercury feels most comfortable in air and or mutable modalities, since by its nature Mercury travels between things. It wants to be movable. While water is movable and shapeable for the most part, it also has a lack of definite boundaries, which can make clear message delivery between two objects or people sometimes challenging. Water represents and connects with the emotional and impressionistic realm. It is possible that a Mercury in Cancer is most perceiving of the undercurrents between people, including the stories of the past and the lineage, the connection of messages through time, than all the other water signs. This can make Mercury in Cancer deeply dimensional. It is able to receive feeling tones. A Mercury and Cancer may be more sensitive to how something is said rather than what is communicated. All water Mercuries will pick up on some emotional tones and elements of what is not being said. And a Cancerian Mercury may be more sensitive or crabby with it than other water-based Mercuries. Each of the three water-based signs will refine the basic water qualities through the modality. Mutable water, as expressed through Pisces, is an expansive, nonverbal, interconnected energy that is merging, shape-shifting, collective-driven, and unbound like an ocean. Cardinal water, as expressed through Cancer, is receptive, protective, strong, initiative, and sensitive energy that is aware of inherent cycles of life, bonds to the past, and familial interconnection, like a marsh. Fixed water, as expressed through Scorpio, is a penetrating, uncompromising, and self-protective energy that is deep, internal, and purging, like a well. Let's spend some time with Mercury in Cancer. Out of all the water-based Mercuries, Cancer was the most challenging for me to come into an image with. It was easy for Pisces to show me into the sea and the ocean, easy for Scorpio to lead me to the well. 
And when I follow cancer to the source of water, it takes me towards is a primordial source. It is those places teeming with cyclical patterns of migration and breeding grounds, wellsprings of life. A few hours north of where I live, the land turns into marshland. I live in the hills. The land at one time was all wetlands, a watershed of the Great Lakes of the United States. There was a time when much of our wetland was drained to allow farming and agriculture to take over. As consciousness has grown and remembered back to our wetlands, more acts of preservation are continuing, being stewarded, as well as important protection of our watershed areas. These areas are vital for cycles of life, for continuity, and from these murky, muddy, marshy realms, so much of our life emerges and returns there through migration. I'm pretty sure this is why working with Mercury and Cancer led me here. It wanted to show me the felt principles of a Mercury and Cancer, which can carry themes similar to a marsh. The awareness of cyclical nature, attachment to cycles of life, birth, stewardship, remembrance of the past, awareness of the mother principle, the wellspring of life, but also the necessary attachment to those cycles. The symbol for cancer is the crab, known for, among other things, its non-direct action, for moving sideways, preferring not to take things head-on. Yet it is strong, it is shelled, and it carries its own home. This home that it carries is its attachment. Its attachment to home it is the attachment to principles, to thought, and to ideas that helps Cancer the Crab stay integrated and safe. It is wise. It behaves almost as fixed. But most often what we experience as fixity of mind or way or thought of a Mercury in Cancer is actually fierce protection. Again, this is a strong Mercury which may show its strength in its protective tendencies when it comes to communication, learning, or thinking, a Mercury in Cancer will absorb a lot, especially how people and things are relating, and yet the output or verbal sharing of what is being felt may come off as distance or sidestepping, as there can be an intense urge to keep feelings and thoughts protected, to keep that home in preservation. If you approach a crab directly, they will tend to shell up or skitter off sideways. But if you stay present long enough, you can appreciate their ability to live both in water and on land, how adaptive their shell is to protect their vulnerability. And we'd never try to take the shell off a crab, because it's part of that being. For those with a mercury and cancer, you may have awareness of cycles of life, a predisposition to lean into the history of your life or others, to draw your mind back to your family or their origin stories. You may use your protective stewarding mind or communication in roles of advocation or in support of others. 
or to protect something you feel emotionally connected with. You are a wetland of life, of stewardship, of protective potential, and yes, a bit crabby at times, too. So if you've been listening in and you have a Mercury in Cancer, and this doesn't seem to resonate for you, take a look at your natal chart and see what else is touching your Mercury by conjunction, square, or opposition. See what other aspects Mercury has to it. So hardly any of us have a completely pure archetypal Mercury that is not in connection with other planets in our chart. Some of us have more or less influences from other signs. And remember, one of the qualities of Mercury as an archetype is that it is, it's malleable. So it changes shape, it's, it changes hue depending on what touches it. So you could have a Mercury in Cancer, but you could also have something right next door in Leo that's conjunct with that Mercury or something across the way in Capricorn that would certainly change the tone and even the way your Mercury behaves, the way that you think the way you communicate, the way you listen. And if you have been um, thinking about how you listen, I actually think that Cancer Mercuries are one of the Mercuries that is the best at listening through to subtle nuances. I think all watery Mercuries in general have kinship in this talent of perception that can also sometimes be overwhelming. A Mercury in Cancer is not different from other Mercuries in water because it kind of flows in and is able to pick up undercurrents or undertones. And because it picks up so much on how things are delivered in tone and the undertones with the invisible, listening or hearing can become a bit overwhelming sometimes. So it's good to recognize that your mind and senses are picking up a lot in the environment. So no wonder you've got that shell. That shell can actually be useful. Overwhelm can come in many colors. And part of the sensitivity, part of the sensual perceptions of a Mercury and Cancer can create an overwhelm that can lead to things like moodiness or obscurity. So as you get to know and navigate your nervous system, you can grow in helpful awareness about what boundaries you need for yourself so you can be present and open with things that you need to learn and people that you need to listen to in your life at the times that it's most needed. You may need to lean into that shell and those boundaries a little bit more if you find that you're overwhelmed a lot or you're feeling extra, extra moody. To be able to use your protective power and your innate urge to steward life, use that sometimes inward for yourself too. Realize when or where the protective urges causes you to be stuck in thought or reminiscing of the past, familial, or even your own past history or the history of our people altogether. Listening to the voices of ancestry, and tribes of people, different cultures, where we've come from, and our past epochs of time can be such a gift to help link us to those cycles of life. 
but when it's tempered with a fresh installment of today's world up to speed with a fresh breath of now. Well, maybe not up to speed of like a Mercury in Aries or Gemini. You'll never quite be at that pace. That's not the nature. That's not the nature of a Mercury in Cancer. But you can open up to listen into others who seem to think forward a lot. And that can help round out the beautiful, rich, and marshy wetland of a Mercury in Cancer. Until next time, breathe deep, linger long.